0: I'm John Peters, one of the founders of Callaway's Nursery. We're proud to present this hour of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening. And now here's
1: Neil. Thank you, John Peters. And good morning, everybody. Welcome to our program. We're here for the next two hours. Count them one, two. You can do that. And glad to have you tuned. It's uh, It's a nice day. Now... And I hope you're having a good weekend. Let's talk about the plants at your place. What's working? What's growing? What's kind of growing? What didn't make it? Let's uh, talk any way I can help you with your landscapes, with your gardens, whatever it is. Give me a call, won't you please? 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. Mike Bass is running the boards and answering the phones. That's what Mike normally does, and he does it well and uh, you'll enjoy talking to Mike, and uh, then he'll get you screened and ready to go on the air with me. Simple as that. We have two hours to talk, and it all begins with a call from you to that number, 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. And uh, we can talk about just about anything related to urban horticulture. I don't do pastures, I don't do sheep and goats i don't do things like that i'm a horticulturist by training and and i've been doing this kind of programming now this is my 45th year so it's kind of become a habit for me and i love doing this so anyway give me a call if you will please one more time that number and then we'll get the program underway it's 800-288-wbap 800-288-9227 Call now. We are joined each Sunday morning at the very beginning of the program by Steve Huddleston, Public Relations Manager of the Botanical Research Institute of Texas, more commonly referred to simply as BRIT, and the Fort Worth Botanic Garden. Steve, good morning. Good morning, Neil. A lot of good things in bloom. A lot of our favorite plants in bloom at the Fort Worth Botanic Garden right now. It'd be a nice time uh, to go out maybe sooner rather than later because of the rains. Let's talk about some of those plants. Southern magnolias, is a great place to start. Boy, this is a signature plant of the southern United States, isn't it? It is
2: indeed, and they've burst into bloom over the past week or so. Uh, they are blooming throughout the garden. We have some very tall and old specimens across the street from the cafe. Uh, these uh, blossoms are large. They're dinner plate size. They have a wonderful lemon-lime fragrance. Uh, Gosh, that variety gets up, the old standard gets up to about 80 feet or so. And then we have a smaller variety called Little Gem. This has been out in the nursery industry for years now. It's a scaled-down cultivar that reaches a mature height of about 20 feet and has a columnar growth habit with smaller leaves and flowers, same wonderful fragrance. And then we have another variety called Claudia Wanamaker. Uh, She's on both sides of the ramp in the Rose Garden, frames that view as you look down the ramp, this cultivar flowers at an early age, and has dark green foliage with rusty brown undersides. It assumes an upright pyramidal and dense form, reaching fifty feet tall and forty feet wide. We've had them in place for several years now. They're just beautiful. We have a double row of them on each side of the ramp, and they're so pretty and in full bloom now.
1: I haven't grown that one. I'm not as familiar with it. How long has it been in the market? Uh, it's been out there for a while. It has, has it, it's uh, not a new one. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not uh, not as common. Claudia Wanamaker, W A N A M A K E R. Claudia mm-hmm. Wanamaker. There are a good many other cultivars of of southern magnolias and some of them teddy bear is one that i guess probably a monrovia nursery introduced and it is very small it gets about 15 feet tall the difference with that one i i know you're not featuring that one but the difference Mm -hmm. with it is that it has full-size leaves and full-size flowers and yet this little plant is is very short so there are a lot of interesting mm-hmm. magnolias but you have several in bloom right now and yes. they just add to the beauty of of mid to late spring that's great southern magnolias what else
2: well the oak leaf hydrangea now has burst into bloom well we always oh, enjoy boy. talking about this yes uh and we can talk about this several times a year because they bloom in the spring they have outstanding foliage during the summer uh magnificent fall color and then winter interest because of the bark so you know, it's just—it's truly a shrub for each season of the year, but right now they are blooming throughout the garden. This is a large deciduous shrub, native to the southeast, uh, six to eight feet tall. It has large leaves, and as the name implies, they are in the shape of an oak leaf, hence the name Oak Leaf Hydrangea. White flowers appear in May and June as large terminal clusters, four even to 12 inches long. Very showy. And those flower heads attract are attractive the rest of the year, as they turn, first of all, a rose color, and then mature to a parchment color and persist on the shrub even through the
1: winter. This is a shrub that prefers moist, rich soil in part shade to shade. Yeah, it's a a robust plant, a beautiful plant, and I hope you paid attention to what Steve said about the leaf size. These leaves are dinner plate size. If you want a tropical look in a shady or part shady area, this is a great plant to use. I have them all through our landscape, and Steve, there is absolutely no comparison of this versus the the mophead uh, hydrangeas. Mm-hmm. they kind of a challenge mm-hmm. in the Metroplex. Yes, the, the pink and blue ones—they're not going to be blue here, but the pink ones, those are those are. Uh, this is my personal comment, and I don't expect yeah. you to agree with me. They are on my never again list in my landscape. The mopheads, yes. because yes. they're so hard to grow, and and these oak leaves are just willing to give you it. A show they they love growing for us so beautiful plants oak leaf well, hydrangeas so i think we right. used the right word and that was robust they are yes, robust they are it robust and there are some dwarf varieties and uh, so so give them a try folks they're just beautiful all right how about the historic rose garden what's going on there
2: well this is the time of the year to visit it uh roses are in bloom now uh, we really have two outstanding blooming periods uh spring and then again in the fall you know late october or november But now the spring bloom, you cannot beat it. It's just beautiful. Uh, We have four areas to visit. That is the ramp, the lower rose garden, the Republic of Texas rose garden, and then the oval rose garden. And each features a different collection of roses, and they're all in combination with annuals and or perennials. You know, we decided not to put all our eggs in one basket, so we've interplanted our roses with annuals and or perennials uh, just to help break up that disease cycle of rose rosette virus and to give us a fuller, richer look, actually.
1: Folks, that is facing it straight on, as, as people need to do. Roses have a, a disease that is, uh, is incurable still. Uh, people are working on research uh, to, to find a way around it. But what Steve is suggesting is, uh, is spacing the roses out, Tell me if any of this sounds familiar, so that the the plants, uh, the the living beings that are susceptible to this virus are farther apart. <laughs> mm-hmm. Social distancing, yeah, and yeah. Uh, you are you are doing everything you can to limit the the spread of that disease, and and then you're using other color to supplement and to, to complement the, the color yes. of the roses and, and fill in. Roses don't bloom 12 months a year, and so you want some other color there anyway. So. Exactly. Oh, that's great. All right. And a new exhibit in the garden. Tell us about that. Yes, it's Sean Kennings' Nature Connects. Uh, it's, built with, it's built with Lego bricks.
2: We have 15 sculptures placed throughout the garden. These are in the shapes of plants, animals, insects, birds, even people. I've seen some gardeners out there. Hmm. built out of lego bricks so this exhibit is up now through august one uh it's already attracting a lot of people and uh, the exhibit is included in the price of admission.
1: that's really fun so much interest in lego but legos really hit the big time and and when they show up at the fort worth botanic garden they really have hit the big time that's fun and other exhibits still uh, still on display Yes, yeah,
2: stickwork uh, sculpture, the stickwork sculpture in the Fuller Garden is up through the end of the year, even well into 2022. And then tulperies in the garden, are 12 large
1: animal tulperies, are up through the end of June. Each of these got a lot of fanfare when, when it was introduced, and, and uh, they're all beautiful displays. So that's at the Fort Worth Botanic Garden. How do they find you, Steve? We are just north of I-30 on University Drive across from Trinity Park. A couple miles west of downtown Fort Worth, where they've been for almost 100 years. Oh, my Not Steve personally, just uh, the gardens. Yes. All right. And on the web, they would find you at this website. FWBG.org. The Fort Worth Botanic Garden. FWBG.org. And Old Fashioned Way, 24-hour information line. A recording is at? 817-463-4160. Oh, that's a great report. Thank you, Steve. Talk to you next Sunday. Steve Huddleston, Public Relations Manager of BRIT and the Fort Worth Botanic Garden, sponsored today as this entire hour is by the great people at Callaway's Nursery. Indulge your passion for hanging baskets at Callaway's Nursery. They take great pride in offering you an assortment of sizes and styles that will capture your imagination. Visit any of their 20 DFW locations to be awed by their amazing selection. And today only, they are 30% off a great time to go to calloways it's only been about 10 days since i was there i need to get back right now hanging baskets allow you to bring big splashes of color up high right to eye level so you can truly enjoy them a hanging basket cascading with bright beautiful blooms is an easy addition to your outdoor decor a look for your favorite blooms and foliage including new guinea impatience dragon wing begonias vinca and more a well placed hanging basket can welcome guests to your home, define a space on your patio, or create privacy with flair. Now uh, well let me finish what they said and then I have something to add. Discover how you can add depth to your landscape by suspending them from a branch of a shade tree. They even have hanging baskets for full sun and for shade. A better garden begins with better plants, and that's exactly what you'll find at Callaway's Nursery. Trick I have is I take hanging baskets, take plants out of the baskets, put them in large patio pots, and voila, you have instant color in a big patio pot, too. And so you can use hanging baskets in all kinds of ways. Be sure to speak with one of their Texas Certified Nursery Professionals at Callaway's about keeping your new hanging baskets and your patio pots bursting with color. Visit one of their open-air stores today. You can also order online. They even offer convenient curbside pickup. But you know if you do that, you miss the beauty, the joy of shopping at Callaway's. Go to Callaway's.com to find a location near you. Visit their newest location at 7600 Greenville Avenue. They're open seven days a week from 9 until 6 for your convenience. Callaway's Nursery. Life lived beautifully. That's Callaway's.com.
0: I'm Lori with Callaway's Nursery in North Arlington. We're proud to present this hour of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening. And now, back to Neil.
1: Thank you, Lori, very much. That's a nice store. And uh, let me write down my second call here so i have it. Um, I'm ready to roll. Let's go to our first call today is Marilyn in Fort Worth. Marilyn, this is Neil. Good morning. How may I help? Good morning. You? Hi.
2: I have
3: three brown turkey fig trees in my yard. They have not leafed out after the freeze and the bark is peeling. Should I just go ahead and consider them dead and remove them?
1: uh do you have any growth coming up from the base
3: uh, on one there's one little stem with one leaf on it and that's it
1: all right that's usually what we end up having to do with uh, with figs that have frozen celeste is more winter hardy uh and we're really finding that out this year it didn't uh, it didn't uh, in in most parts of north central texas it did not survive uh, intact. It froze to the ground, but they're coming back from their roots pretty well. Uh, brown turkey, not so much uh, as, as you're finding. Um, the the branches are, are not going to leaf out again, so you might as well cut all the dead tissue off. Uh, okay. I would probably leave the stumps in place for another month or two and, and see if they offer to send up new shoots. A lot of plants are behaving very strangely this year and, and starting to grow two months later than they should be. But uh, but I, there's not much way that a fig is going to send out shoots up on the stems. Uh, you, the, the growth, if it comes, will come from the base.
3: Okay. Okay. Thank you very much.
1: You bet. Thanks for the call, Marilyn, very much. All right. Let me, uh, we'll come back and go to a mark in Burleson. And that will be in just a moment. Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. I am continuing for a very short time more the uh, special that I initiated when we started the fifth printing of my book, it was delayed. Now, this is fifth printing, not fifth edition. Let me be very clear about that. If you have one of the first four printings, there's really not much reason to buy this one. But if you don't have this book, there is a lot of reason to buy it. Uh, the uh, uh, special is because we had a paper shortage and printing was delayed. And that delay has put me way behind on getting the book signed. I signed another couple of hundred uh, last night, and I hope to sign another three or four hundred uh uh this afternoon this evening and uh, that will take me to almost a thousand that I'll have signed and we will put them in boxes get them to the post office uh, tomorrow that's my goal that's my goal uh, i have a very special limited time special going on and uh, that is 31.95 for the book it will be 36.95 until i get caught up i'm just leaving it at 31.95 plus tax and postage. This book, if it were in stores or on Amazon, would be $50 or more. It's a hardback, first of all. It was printed in Texas. That may not matter to you, but it certainly mattered to me since it's called Lone Star Gardening. I didn't want it to be printed in some other country. And third, it also has... Uh, 344 pages, 840 of my photographs, 11 chapters. This is a heavy book, and it has a 48-page calendar. Chapter 2 has 48 pages, 4 pages per month of when to plant, prune, fertilize, and spray all of the plants in your landscape and garden. I've never had that in any book that I've done before. This uh, book will be signed. I'm going to sign them as I sell them. That's what I'm trying to get done right now, and then we mail them. All of this goes on in my garage, and I take them to the post office myself, and uh, that's why it's taking me a little bit of time. I do have some help getting to the post office occasionally. Satisfaction is completely guaranteed, or I'll refund every penny you invest. Not in stores, not on Amazon, available only from my website or by calling my office Monday through Friday, 9 to 5. 800-752-GROW. 800-752-4769. The better way by far is to order it from my website right now. That's neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. When the people at Advanced Foundation Repair called to say they wanted me to do ads for their company, I told them I'd need references, people for whom they'd done work. I spent several weeks checking them all out and the reviews were just fabulous. That was more than 20 years ago and people are still thanking me for referring them to these leaders in the foundation repair industry. Affordable, innovative, honest, punctual, it's advanced foundation repair. 214-333-0003, foundationrepairs.com. Severe storms in Texas pop up quickly with wind and hail that can damage your roof. Call Wortham Brothers Roofing at 972. 562-5788. Schedule your free roof inspection or visit wbroofing.com. They've been in business more than 28 years. Wortham Brothers Roofing provides the highest quality workmanship materials and service. That's Wortham Brothers Roofing. 972-562-5788.
0: Wbroofing.com. Hello, friends. This is Tommy Brummett at First United Methodist Church in downtown McKinney inviting you to join us for worship. In person, inside. In person, outside. Online, always. All of these options can be found at our website, sharingtheheart.org. First United Methodist Church, where the love of God is proclaimed and everyone is welcome.
1: That's our church. I hope you'll join us. That would be wonderful. You might be thinking about replacing your old window treatments with beautiful plantation-style shutters, and if you are thinking about that, then Sunburst Shutters is the place for you to go. You'll love it. You'll love them. We have them in our windows in our home, and it was one of the greatest uh, ideas that uh, we ever could have come up with. I I got the call from Sunburst Shutters, we'd like to consider advertising in your radio program. And when I went to see this product, I said, oh my goodness, let me get my wife down here. And we went to the factory, uh, which is in an industrial warehouse where they make them. It's a precision job. These are highly skilled, crass people. They, They make the shutters from a product called poly wood. It is a proprietary material that is made just for them, it is not a wood. They look like wood, but they're not wood. They look like the finest uh, uh, finished job on any wood product you ever saw, like a like a grand piano. They're white or off white, but they're so smooth. But it's a it's a product that will not crack or warp or split or peel their color fast. And they, they work so beautifully. Every one of them is custom made for a specific window in your home. Let them come to your home and bring samples. Hold them up in your windows and you can see which of the louver sizes looks best in your house. And they have two and a half three-and-a-half, and 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 four-and-a-half-inch louver sizes. They can show you all kinds of examples, and there's not an opening, a window, or door for that matter, in your home that they won't be able to match up and and fit and custom make a a shutter. Sunburst shutters, also available, I might add, in Austin, San Antonio, Houston, and Waco. They are fabulous, and the people are pretty nice, too. 214-343-2601. Call for an appointment at your home in your convenience, or you can go see them if you prefer, 214-343-2601, sunburstshutters.com.
2: Neil Sperry and Callaways go back since our nurseries opened. I'm Melinda with Callaways in Little Elm, and now back to Neil.
1: Thank you, Melinda, very, very much. Let's go back to the phone lines and we go to Mark in Burleson. Mark, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning, Mel. How are you? I'm well. Thank you, sir. What can I do to help? I bought uh, two of the wax leaf lagustrums from Callaways and planted them. The tree got mother bushes. And these are about five foot tall. And all the limbs are come up and tied to the top, making almost a cone. Well, I'm wondering, they've been planted about two weeks, and I'm wondering when I can trim these up to make them kind of look like a ornamental tree or something. All right. Kind of hard for me to picture what you have and without seeing them. And so pruning is kind of like, uh, I've, I've used this example many times, it's kind of like giving a haircut. Uh, it's hard to describe without without being there. Um, okay. So you're talking about branches being tied up. Are they tied up just for the purpose of shipping so they'll be out of the way or are they were they I trained so. in some way? I think so. It, the, the, they told me that I could I cut them off and trim them. Um, but it's almost cone shaped. I mean, it's round at the bottom, but it comes up like a narrow Christmas tree, I might say. Right, I understand. And they are trained that way in, in wholesale nurseries often. But okay. when you said they're tied up almost in a cone shape, that made me wonder if they were wide shrubs that were just tied together to get more in the truck. I, that's well, what I, don't I can't know. picture. Okay. It's got, so if you take if you take plastic. away the the tie, what's going to happen to them? I don't know. I haven't done that yet. <laughs> I, th- I think you need to. You don't want to leave a plant tied up permanently. Are they okay. tied okay. to a, a, a stake that they've been? Tra- excuse the grammar here. That they've been trained to. Yes, sir. All right. Um. So when you bought them, were they were they sold as something special, as being um, some kind of a, a a trained sculpted wax leaf, or were they they were just sold as wax leaf legustrum in a five gallon pot or whatever? In a five gallon pot, yes, it like that. They right. they had several of them like that. So, I right, Generally, the the sculpted ones, the ones that have been trained, will be in larger containers than five gallons. Okay. Um. Are you on Facebook at all? Yes sir. Why don't you post a photo of that on my Facebook page? Let me see what I'm talking about here. That would sure help. Okay. I if you'll do that and just say I'm Mark and Burleson, I talked to you this morning. Here's my legustrum. and I okay. believe me I'll remember. I'll uh, I'll be looking later today. I'm i check several times a day that would help me a lot but you know if, if that's not convenient at least are the are the ties that are holding it in place uh, in the cone shape are they around the outer uh, outside like you would gather a christmas tree or are they branch by branch and short and and internal to the the canopy internal the internal yes sir. it's been trained that way then i don't think you so, need to open it up i think it's been trained that way and and uh, that oh. would be my guess, but I really would love to see it if you can possibly post a photo. Okay, well I'll see if I can do that. And uh, I know you can, Mark. I, I, you you I, dialed I, my number. It's it's easier than dialing my number. Uh, it's easier than putting uh, oh, up with Mike when you called. <laughs> I did. <laughs> yeah. <It was> easy. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, hopefully I did. I bought the right thing. I was wanting a, a tree type thing, not just a a cone shaped bush, but. <laughs> Well, what, what we do when we want to retrain a plant and get it larger is we put up with it for a year or two and, and gradually train it up. And okay. this year we're going to have to do a lot of that because all of the all of the things we really want sold the first week. And now we say, well, that's almost as good. I'll, I'll, I'll train it myself. <laughs> We've had there to do did. that. So, anyway, so I looked up Neilsperry on Facebook. On Facebook. I'll be sitting right there. 101,000 people have found me. I know you can. (laughs) Thanks. I'll look for it. Thank you, Mark. All right, let's see. I need to get to news, and we'll come to Roy at Lake Whitney, Larry in LaRue. And we have another tree and a ground cover question. And uh, the ground cover question is one I have not been asked about in 20 years. So there you are. Arborological Services. Speaking of trees, these folks are coming to my house tomorrow if it doesn't rain. And uh, so there is some chance they won't be coming to my house tomorrow, but... Uh, and and this is to come for a visit that was canceled from another rainy day. But, oh, my goodness, these people are good. They are so good. It is just a joy to watch them work on our trees because they do it so well. They... Uh, are the experts that your trees deserve? Your trees deserve the best. Your trees do as much or more to improve the value, the resale value of your home, than any other landscaping investment you have. You need to take care of those trees. They also save you money on shade, they give you recreational space, and they add so much beauty to the landscape. That's why we love trees and Arborological Services will protect those trees for you. Their folks think about trees day and night and when they come to your home, they know to look for things that mere mortals like you and me. We don't know to look for. They have, uh, they have award-winning tree climbing crews. They have award-winning foreman on their crews. They have award-winning management on their administrative staff. I don't think of these people as administrators. They're out there in the field doing their thing. Three state arborists of the year. At Arborological Services, it just doesn't get any better. Here's a phone number for them, 866-552-7267. And I know that sounds like you're going to be calling New Jersey or, or um, Minneapolis or something when you call that number. No, they're local. That's a local company totally, 866 552 7267, arborological.com on Facebook, Arborological Services, Inc., Twitter at The Tree Experts. It's Arborological Services, 866
0: Get social with us. Like WBAP on Facebook.
1: Follow
4: us on Twitter at WBAP 24-7 News.
0: Wherever you want us, whenever you want us. News Talk 820, WBAP. WBAP.com.
1: My electronic newsletter is called eGardens. It comes out Thursdays, just a little after 6 p.m. There are five stories, a featured plant of the week a featured question of the week, Gardening This Weekend, where I outline the 12 or 15 most critical things, and then a couple of other stories Stephen shambley will write this week. And uh, so that's what eGardens is all about. And the only thing missing in all of that is your name on our subscription list. It's free and always will be, and I will never give or sell your email address to anybody that's how it works. Go to neilsperry.com to look at the most recent issue of eGardens and also to sign up for it. Don't miss another issue yourself. That's n-e-i-l-s-p-e-r-r-y.com and then click on eGardens.
4: 99
1: years
0: serving DFW. Trending now. Trending now on WBAP and WBAP.com. Dallas police have arrested a suspect in yesterday's murder of a small boy. I'm Dennis Martin at the Rexel USA WBAP 24-7 News Desk. Classic Chevrolet.com WBAP first traffic and weather on the rise. An accident on the northbound side of 360s left only the right shoulder open in its approach to Brown Boulevard. Another accident blocking the right lane of northbound East Loop 820 at Randall Mill Road. And an accident on the eastbound side of I-30 at St. Francis Avenue, still tying up the number one and number two lanes there. For WBAP's first traffic on the ones, I'm Dennis Martin. And now the WBAP forecast. Today, showers, thunderstorms, mainly uh, in the afternoon. High temperature around 77 degrees. Tonight, showers and storms will be likely, mainly before midnight, overnight low around 68. Monday afternoon showers and storms are likely, high temperature tomorrow about 83. Right now, lots of clouds, about 70 degrees here. Dallas police have made an arrest in the weekend killing of a small boy. The body of the toddler was found Saturday morning lying in a southwest Dallas street near the intersection of Saddle Ridge Drive and Wood Homestead Drive. Police say the boy had suffered multiple wounds and was clearly murdered. Officers then announced Sunday morning that they'd made an arrest. They identified the suspect this morning only as an adult male. They have not said what relationship the suspect may have to the dead child or how they were led to him. A former U.S. Customs and Border Protection agent in Texas has pleaded guilty to illegally bringing a Mexican woman into the country to work as her nanny. Rhonda Walker pleaded guilty Friday to conspiracy to bring the woman into the country. Other charges against Walker will be dismissed. She now faces up to 10 years in prison when she's sentenced August 9th. From the Rexel USA WBAP 24-7 News Desk, I'm Dennis Martin. Next update will be at 9 o'clock. Meanwhile, 24-7 News coverage there right now at WBAP.com. All right, Dennis, thank you very much.
1: When people think of Mueller, they think of quality steel buildings and durable metal roofing, but that name Mueller means so much more. It means you'll have a product manufactured by Mueller, including in-house engineers to help design the building of your dreams. And it means you're going to have a company in business for 90 years standing behind your warranty. It also means you get tons of added value, like roofing site visits, forklift delivery, and a Mueller assurance team that's ready to help you along the way. And Mueller is on the cutting edge designing and manufacturing new products like their greenhouses and standing seam panels. Now, that's uh, for roofing. To find out more about Mueller products, go to MuellerInc.com. M-U-E-L-L-E-R-I-N-C.com. Give them a call at 877 2 that's 877-268-3553, or you can stop by one of their 33 locations. That's com because Mueller means more. The conversation.
4: I pull my hair out thinking, where is this country headed to? Begins here. The other countries
1: have to be looking at us right now like, this is a mess. We're a joke. Use Talk 820 WBAP. com. Let's uh, visit for just a quick moment about uh, neilsperry.com. That's my website, obviously. That's where you can sign up for eGardens that I just mentioned. It's also where you buy my latest uh, book. And uh, that is um, uh, that is uh, the uh, uh, book, Lone Star Gardening, that you cannot find in stores or on Amazon. And you can get it at that discounted price right now if you hustle to get it done And that's at neilsperry.com. It's also where uh, you find the 1,001 frequently asked questions. That's a big part of my website. And a lot more. A lot more information on Rose Rosette Virus, for example. All of that and so much more at neilsperry.com. N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com. Let the Texas Certified Nursery Professionals at Your
5: Neighborhood Callaways help you. I'm Carol Dreyer from the Callaways Cornelia Store in
1: Houston. And now, back to Neil. Thank you, Carol, very, very much. Let's go back to the phone lines now, and let's see what we have. We have Roy at Lake Whitney. Let me give you the phone number. It's 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. Roy, this is Neil. Good morning.
5: Hey, good morning,
1: Neil. I'm uh, yes. glad to finally talk
5: to you. I've been listening to you for over 30 years. Thank you. Never, never had a chance to call, but I wanted to... Uh, had a good question. I bought uh, four aristocrat pear trees. They were bare roots, and uh, three autumn blaze maples. They were in the three gallon container. Uh, I just I was taking a gamble here in Lake Whitney with the kind of the real rocky soil. But I wondered. I got conflicting opinions on should I water when it's two inches deep for the soil, or should, uh, that somebody was telling me I needed to water the autumn blaze maples every day. But uh, I just wanted to kind of. See what you thought, and get maybe get the expert opinion, and uh, also with uh, in the fall, am I going to have to worry about deer eating the leaves and rubbing on the
1: barks? I don't know about the deer. <laughs> okay,
5: I, well, I really don't run you're, with deer, you're... so I they'll they'll do anything else. So uh, but, probably but so, but probably I I the watering I, and doing. But you know, I would
1: I, think um, it would be easy enough to put stakes alongside the tree yeah. to, to to keep. Yeah, the I figured deer from I probably have to, rubbing but... directly against the the trunks. Um, after- a couple of couple of things on the maples, um, and that would be that they will sunscald very badly. So you need to wrap the trunks to protect them against sunscald. That's just a given and a requirement. Okay. You need to use paper tree wrap and leave it in place for the first couple of years.
5: Alrighty. Um,
1: I I will I will tell you honestly that both of those trees may have challenges. Uh, Yeah, well, I kind of figured that, uh,
5: the one I was reading um,
1: on them when I bought them, but... uh, Autumn blaze maples are subject to cotton root rot, and uh, so that is a limiting factor in in much of uh, the central Texas uh, region along Interstate 35.
5: Mm -hmm. And
1: uh, the uh, uh, aristocrat pears also are highly susceptible to cotton root rot and they also are highly susceptible to breaking after about 10 or 12 years just like bradford pears are Maybe okay or
5: well, well since it's a real rocky soil and it seems to dry up pretty fast
1: here so this watering every day i wouldn't want to be doing that uh okay let me go ahead and address that then that seems to be the issue uh, yeah you don't you don't take a drink every 10 minutes or every 45 minutes you you, you take a drink of water when you're thirsty. You yeah. need to water these plants when the soil begins to get dry. I have no idea who would ever come up with an idea of watering something every day. It's very mm. different in December than it is in July. Yeah. You want to soak a plant thoroughly when you water it, and then right. let it begin to dry out before you water again. Uh, it's, very, it, it's very likely with the plants that are new, that you'll have to water every couple of days uh, you'll look at them every couple of days during the summer bare uh-huh. rooted plants need to be pruned uh, thinned or pruned back by 50 60% at the time that they're planted when when were these dug bare rooted when when did you buy these
5: uh, bought them uh, about 6 weeks ago and planted them and they were uh, I think they said they were already 2 years old
1: they came in great shape and uh okay hang on just don't go ahead of me and so if you bought them six weeks ago that would have been the first of april they should have been fully leafed out and growing vigorously by then what condition were they in
5: Uh, great in fact uh, i've gotten new growth since i planted
1: them all right and did you prune them by half or more
5: uh no i didn't because they still had the blooms, but. I didn't prune them at all, any at all, but... Uh,
1: they lost most of their roots when they were dug bare-rooted. Right, yeah. Yeah, and so if you don't prune them to compensate for all of that massive amount of root loss, then they're going to hit the wall of summertime when this cool, rainy weather goes away, and they're just going to get blasted by the heat. I okay. Super blasted.
5: Okay, so it won't hurt. I can go, probably go ahead and prune
1: them now then before it uh I don't think you probably can. I think you must.
5: Okay, okay, good. Yeah. Well, that, that's what I needed to know then.
1: Yeah, yeah. All right, well, good luck with them. I hope that helped. So do I. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Thank you, Roy. Have a good day. Thanks for listening Great. all that time. I appreciate oh, it. I love it. Thank, Thank you. Thank you, sir. All right, let's go to Larry and LaRue. Larry, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning. Yes, sir.
3: I have a question about some ground cover. Sure. I, I saw it on the Internet the other day about bowls periwinkle being yes, a, a ground cover is that right
1: it is in some parts of america yeah
3: how about right here in outside of uh, the texas
1: uh if it were to grow it would be a ground cover
3: all right are these available <laughs> could, and... I,
1: could i sound more evasive <laughs> yeah <laughs> um it's vinca minor and um vinca minor is a very pretty ground cover it looks a lot like asian jasmine okay. uh, when when you grow it from 10 feet away you might even have a hard time telling the two apart it is a very it's called trailing myrtle in the north and uh, it is uh, it is much better adapted uh, 500 miles north of here uh, it does not like the heat um oh. and uh, it also has the same problem that vinca major has the the much more common ground cover that we have in in texas uh it's a there is let me let me speak to vinca major trailing uh periwinkle right now let me speak to it and what i'm saying about it because it is immensely common vinca minor the one you're asking about is immensely not common let me speak to vinca major there is nothing any prettier than vinca major in the spring And there is nothing uglier than vinca major in august when leaf rollers move into it and tie all the leaves together and turn it completely brown for about four months so that also applies to uh to to uh the bulls uh, trailing periwinkle i grew the plant that you're asking about in my landscape for about five or six years and i finally said you know I'm done. I'm just done. I'm going to put <laughs> another ground cover there. Don't don't invest in it. Try a little bit if you want to, and see how you like it. But when you look at an internet ad, it's basically targeting the Midwest and the Northeast. I see. Not not Athens, Texas.
3: Okay, I have a spider plant or several I have that I keep indoors. Yes, except sir. Except this time of the year, I put them outdoors in the flower beds, and the uh, two years ago some of those little pups that come off the spider plant, rooted outside. And they have survived outside now. This is the second year. And they went through that February, bad weather we had, cold. And they're still thriving in the ground. I'm amazed. I I, I thought they'd die in the winter.
1: Yeah, I, I can't imagine. You're talking about the. Uh, it's chlorophytum is the is the plant. The is it green or variegated? Variegated. That's just amazing. Yeah. I don't know that's what that. the hardiness zone of it is. I'll bet it was down on the ground and got covered in snow. Is that correct? That's right. Yeah. That's and and when,
3: when all that stuff melted off, yeah. it's
1: still there and thriving. Snow. Snow is a wonderful insulator, and that's what protected huh. it. You guys went to zero or so, and. And had these been exposed to that temperature instead of 32 degrees of snow, uh, they would have been gone for sure. But uh, I'm still surprised that it's it survived. Well,
3: it got down in the 20s here.
1: Well, but my point is that they. Yeah, anyway, what yeah. what you're seeing? Let me let me again use another plant as an example. You're seeing Indian Hawthorns. Put I put this on Facebook last night. You're seeing Indian Hawthorns put out uh, new growth right around the bases of the plants. And the reason for that is that's where the snow was. The snow is an insulator. It it protected the bottoms of plants, I see. and and that parts of the plants, those parts, uh, survived, and uh, and the rest of the plant froze, and that's what happened. I'll bet with the with the airplane plant. But that's that's interesting. Well, I yeah. appreciate that. I'll uh, during the news break at nine. I think I'll look up the hardiness zone of of chlorophytum, of, of spider plant and see, I, I had no idea they could stand any freezing weather. Very interesting.
3: I didn't, I didn't either. That's why yeah. I bring them indoors into the water. Yeah.
1: Well, I think I would continue to do that because, you know, I was going to have snow to protect them.
3: Yeah. Okay. So anyway,
1: well, thank you, Larry, very much. I'll, have a I'll great think
3: day. think about this periwinkle some more then.
1: Say it again, please.
3: I, I think I'll rethink my deal on the periwinkle. I think
1: that's a wise idea. <laughs> thank Pre- you. Appreciate the call. Have a good day. All right, we'll come back and uh, take another call. We have a couple of open lines right now if you would like to call. It's 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. I tackle anything involved with urban horticulture. Don't do uh, pastures, don't do farms, don't do uh, don't do not that because I just don't have the background in that. Um, but I certainly have a lot of experience in, in urban uh, landscaping and horticulture and uh things in your yard be happy to help you. Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening is my latest book and uh, it is the one, I think it is the best thing I've ever done professionally and, and I'd like to have a copy of it in your hands. It's not in stores and it's not on Amazon and the reason for that was I was trying to keep the cost to you as low as possible. It's not to maximize every dollar I could make. If that were the case, I would have left it at a price that was comparable to what you'd pay in a bookstore, for example. But instead, I took about $20 Dollars off and didn't add that in. Uh, this book would be fifty dollars if you bought it in a bookstore. It's thirty one ninety five right now. It will be thirty six ninety five, but I'm giving you that special offer that I had while it was in production, uh, the uh, the the printing price while we were waiting on it to come off the presses, the fifth printing. It's uh, 344 pages, 840 of my best photographs, 11 chapters that cover every aspect of outdoor landscaping, lawns, Fruit, flower, and vegetable gardening. Has a 48 page calendar of critical gardening tasks. That's chapter two. Tells you four pages per month when to plant, prune, fertilize, and spray the plants that you're growing. Chapter one is the basics of gardening in Texas to be successful. Chapters three through 11 are incredibly detailed chapters on trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, lawns, annuals, perennials, fly, uh, fruit, and vegetables. A book is not in stores, not on Amazon, as I mentioned, but it's in my garage, frankly, and that's where I'll be signing this afternoon and this evening. I sign every copy as it sells. I have a couple thousand left to go. I've done about a thousand this week, so I am getting caught up, and once I get caught up, this price will go up to thirty-six ninety-five. That's the price it needs to be, uh, and uh, that's a fair price for everybody. But for time being, I'm trying to give you a special deal because I can't send it out the next day like I'm used to doing. So it's 3195 plus tax and postage, and I guarantee your satisfaction or I will refund every penny. We've sold 63,000 to date. I have not been asked to refund one penny on the book in all those 63,000 copies. Satisfaction is guaranteed though. Here are the two ways that you can order. One is to call Monday through Friday, Uh, From 9 to 5, call my office at 800-752-GROW, 800-752-4769. But the better way by far is to order right now online at my website at neilsperry.com. N E I L S P E R R Y dot com. Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening.
0: Hello, Texans. Bob Phillips here
1: with an important announcement from the folks at Mueller, as a leading manufacturer of steel buildings and residential metal roofing. Mueller wants to extend a Texas-sized helping hand to a nonprofit organization in need of a new facility. One nonprofit will be selected to receive a new Mueller steel building up to 4,000 square feet. For contest rules and an entry form, go to Mueller. Or inc.com and click on Helping Hand. All applications must be received by May 18th. All right, Bob, thank you very, very much. Let me tell you about advanced foundation repair leaders in the foundation repair industry. I know from firsthand experience, I have gone through what you're going through. One part of our house was built at a different time. We had an architect help us plan the, the major part of our house, and that was done great with 22-foot with piers down into the ground. It was because we had some fill, because we had shifting soil, all of that. And then we got the Brainiac idea that we would add a sunroom, a real room. And so we just struck out on our own and had the builder come out and frame in a slab and pour the slab. And the slab failed. And, well, there we go. And... Uh, so a few years later, Advanced Foundation Repair came onto the scene, and I was doing ads for them, and, and we were having major problems. I said, would you please come take a look at our foundation of our of our sunroom? And it's a large sunroom, and, and uh, Fred Marshall came, and he said, yeah, you do. You do have significant problems in this room. It's 22 feet long. He said, it drops two, two inches from here, at this corner, Uh, diagonally across to that corner over there. We can shore that up and make it whole once again so it won't separate from your house. And oh my goodness, they've done that. And this is 15 or 20 years ago. And it is holding firm. We are so beholden, so indebted to advanced foundation repair. I didn't ask for any special pricing. It was affordable. They knew what they were doing. They got it done. They were careful with our landscape. Oh my goodness, these people are great. And I've had the same kind of commentary from people that are that are not Neil. They're not doing ads for advanced. They're just customers. And forgive me, I didn't mean that to sound lofty. They're just a great company. So if you need foundation repairs, you know that you do. Wouldn't it make sense to call advanced foundation repair? There's a reason for that name. Advanced foundation repair. two one four. Three 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 zero 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 three. 3 They lead the pack. 214-33-0003. Foundationrepairs.com. It's Advanced Foundation Repair. We at Callaways are proud to offer the finest in plants, products, and services. I'm Wendy Vanderbach from the Hewland Callaways. We're proud to be sponsoring this segment of Neils Texas Gardening. And now back to Neil. Uh, thank you, Wendy. She is my friend from many, many years, and I appreciate her. Let's uh, go back to the phone lines now. We have uh, Vernon in Fort Worth. Vernon, this is Neil. Good morning. How are you? Good morning. I'm great. How about you? I'm doing well. How can I help you?
4: Well, I've got a um, I know you don't do farm stuff, but this is not really that. I, I've got a uh, a little farm down in East Texas that uh, you know, so I, we, we try to plant about an acre of food crops out there and uh, it's really between me and the deer who gets it first i am not able to get anything to grow there i've done corn peas uh, one year corn came up uh didn't get anything off of it but i had some nice stocks uh, peas will start up they'll come up and then they'll just kind of wither away one year black eyed peas worked uh, uh we're just not having any luck there it's such sandy 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 soil and um uh, been trying to grow wheat or oats in the winter to till back into the
1: soil with with no effort of building it up hmm. um i'm going to well my first question is how are you irrigating and what fertilizer are you using because it sounds like the plants are just starving or or dying of thirst those would be the first things I would look at. Uh, saying that a plant just isn't growing doesn't give me any clue at all other than well, the plant's not happy. They'll,
4: they'll start up, but then, I mean, you, like the corn this year has only come up to about two
1: inches. Right, and that tells me that it's either not getting enough nitrogen or it's not getting enough water. I, I mean, I, I went through enough plant physiology classes in, in two college degrees I watched plants that had everything given to them except nitrogen, everything except phosphorus, everything except boron, all the different elements and, and you learn uh, what's, what's needed by plants to grow and, and that sounds like nitrogen. The, the plants are just not getting enough uh, nutrition and that's what happens in sandy soil. Those, those tests in plant physiology are conducted in, in, uh, in pure sand because it doesn't hold anything it just drains straight through i have seen that sand in east texas and and, and it would be hard to grow would be hard to yeah
4: grow. i i i usually start off with 13 13 13
1: well that's yeah. not you're probably not going to need that much phosphorus i only have about 10 seconds but but you're going to need to fertilize much more often and much less per time uh, that's the best i'm going to be able to do i've got a break for the news i'll be back